Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. I'm so excited you've tuned in for the Advent series. This week is episode 90, Joy for the Holidays. It's part three in this group of shows focusing on the themes from the Advent candles, and it will guide you to the source of Christmas joy that you're gonna wanna share with others. Downloadable Soul H2O journal pages help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. You can and even use them for your personal daily devotions. Download them from today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 90 as we listen to the first music pick song and then we'll dive into today's Soul H2O devotion so you can get refreshed. Here's the after singing joy to the world on the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. It was a silent night, a holy night, The third week of Advent is a special week, and most everyone celebrates with a focus on joy, along with a pinky rose-colored candle. An article in the Daily Press explained how the pink candle is lit on the third Sunday of Advent called Gaudet Sunday, which means rejoice. And what color is as happy and joyful as the color pink? It's not just a different candle color that's lit during the third week of Advent, but there's a different carol sung too. Songs of joy fill churches. The Christmas carol, Joy to the World, is a popular favorite, and it's been sung in various versions, like our first music pick song today. Since 1719, when Isaac Watts wrote this scripture-filled power pack song, Joy to the World has been sung in churches during Advent season. Joy to the world. Let the heavens resound in gladness. Let joy be the earth's rhythm as the sea and all its creatures roar. Let the fields grow in triumph, a grand jubilee for all that live there. Let all the trees of the forest dig in and reach high with songs of joy before the eternal. Merriam-Webster's dictionary describes the word joy as a source or cause of delight. Meg Butcher wrote in an article on Crosswalk.com that told how the song Joy to the World is a repetition of God's promises. Over and over, they are the ones you need to repeat to yourself far beyond the Christmas season. Remind yourself of the words, He reigns with truth and grace. He is righteous. He has come and sits at the right hand of the Father with authority. Being confident of these promises can help you get through turbulent, joy-sucking times. If you've ever been struggling to find joy in your life, go online and search verses on joy and you'll be amazed at all the verses that pop up. There are literally hundreds of references to joy in God's Word. Obviously, God wants you to know true joy. Joy is an integral part of your salvation in Christ. As the Holy Spirit comes into your life, He brings that inner peace, that inner joy into your heart. One of those verses on joy that you'll find is found in the story of Jesus' birth told in Luke 2 verses 8 to 20. This portion tells all about the shepherds and angels. Verse 8 talks about these shepherds who were out in the field taking care of their sheep when in the middle of the night an angel of the Lord appears to them and it tells them about how the glory of the Lord was all around them and it was shining bright. 
these burly farmers were terrified. Now, I know that most people imagine angels like what you see in pictures nowadays. Sweet little chubby children-like angels in diapers, playing harps, or maybe like the angel women on Philadelphia cream cheese commercials. But neither of these two pictures seem to correlate with the reaction people in the Bible had with angelic encounters. People were freaked out and scared out of their minds. Pretty much every time an angel visits someone, they have to talk the person down in this experience with the shepherds. It was no different as the angel said to them not to be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, that's Bethlehem, a Savior has been born, and to you he is Christ the Lord. And they said next, this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in claws, lying in a manger. And as if this wasn't frightening enough to have one angel appear out of nowhere in the dark, an alarming multitude of angels appear in the night sky with this angel, praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to whom his favor rests. And then they were gone. These shepherds knew what the angels were talking about. They understood the prophecies from long ago, those promises about the Messiah, how he would come from the town of Bethlehem. So they hurried off to go and see what they were just told about. And somehow, in that overcrowded city where there was no room in the inn for Mary and Joseph, the disciples find them and are blown away when they see the baby lying in the manger, just as they had been told. Oh, I'm sure they shared this story with Mary and Joseph about how they were just minding their own business, taking care of the sheep, when all of a sudden, one angel showed up and then a multitude of angels telling them how this child was the Christ, that the news of his birth was good news that would bring great joy to all people. Scripture tells us that Mary treasured up and pondered these things in her heart. The shepherds were so excited that they just couldn't keep this to themselves because good news should be shared. They walked home glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Another carol that fits perfectly with the shepherd and angel story is Angels We Have Heard on High. James Chadwick wrote this carol to tell the story of Jesus' birth from Luke's account and made sure to tell about the angel singing for the shepherds as we echo in Latin, Gloria in excelsis Deo, which means glory to God in the highest. How the angels sang, I feel, is just a glimpse into how heaven rejoiced over Jesus coming to earth because they knew, much more than those shepherds, Mary or Joseph did, that Christ's coming would be the best news they'd ever heard. Get ready for our second music pick song for today's episode that tells all about the shepherd's story. But make sure to come back after the commercials to hear why the news of Jesus' birth was such good news back then and why it continues to do the same, still bringing joy to the world today. On a cold, cold night. your faith with your favorite Bible teachers whenever you can. Connect to your global community wherever you are and worship with an uplifting mix of today's top artists however you want. 
Download the MyJoy Radio app right now and never mute out your favorite songs, stories, or scriptures ever again. It's free and grants you unlimited access to on-demand programs and podcasts, an in-app Bible, and Joy Radio's 24-hour live stream. Get the MyJoy Radio app today in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. I think there's great joy in knowing that Jesus came for all people, not just a select few. Take a look at your nativity set and actually think about the people surrounding the manger and all the others in the Christmas narratives recorded in scripture. First of all, there's a baby. God could have chosen to come down as an adult, but he didn't. He chose to come down as a baby. The gospel is for the youngest of the young. Next, there is Mary and Joseph. She's a teen mom, and he was just a young stepdad. The first people to actually hear about the good news of the Savior coming to earth was actually Mary's older cousin, Elizabeth. When she found out, she was so excited. She and her hubby, Zachariah, housed Mary for part of her pregnancy in the beginning stages. They were probably in their 40s or 50s as Zachariah was still working. So the gospel is for middle-aged people too. Anna and Simeon in the synagogue were seniors in their later years, and they were filled with joy as they recognized the good news that Jesus brought when they saw him in the temple. The wealthy, wise, and educated magi came from the East, men with different skin tones, backgrounds, and beliefs from others in this story. And then there were the shepherds, just regular, everyday, working-class people, The gospel is good news because it's for everyone. No matter your race, creed, color, or family background, no matter what your bank account, the gospel is good news that brings joy for you. And good news isn't meant to be kept to yourself. Good news is meant to be shared. Remember that 1980s commercial for Fabergé organic shampoo? It featured Heather Locklear with her beautiful hair as she talked about how that shampoo was the reason for her luscious locks. She then says, so I told two friends. And then the screen splits into two. Next, she says how they told two friends and so on and so on and so on as the screen is filled with more and more faces. And that's the power of telling a friend. It's how the gospel spread from some shepherds to thousands of Jewish people to the now almost 2.4 billion people worldwide from every walk of life and color of skin who put their faith in Jesus Christ, representing over 31% of the world's population. Christianity is the most widespread religion in the world, and we need to thank the shepherds for not keeping it to themselves. You and I wouldn't know Jesus if they just experienced the angels and seeing the baby in the manger went back and didn't tell anyone. God made himself known to the shepherds and they made Jesus known to the world. A star revealed the birth of the king to the wise men from the east and they made him known through their travels. Anna and Simeon in their old age shared the coming of the Messiah with all the people they could. The joy of this good news compels you and I to share Jesus, and Jesus instructed the believers who were with him as he ascended into heaven to get out there and tell the world, even while they were inappropriately focused on political freedom. 
The Jewish followers just kept missing the mark right until Jesus' very last moment, and he tried to set them straight with the focus he wanted them to chase after. And I think there's a danger in our times as I see believers devoting their focus to governmental freedoms, just like the believers in Jesus' day. At the ascension, when the believers asked Jesus when they would experience national political freedom, Jesus, seemingly annoyed with their question, replies in Acts 1 verse 7 saying, It is not for you to know the times or seasons that the Father has fixed by His own authority. In other words, don't spend your time focusing on political power. In verse 8 of Acts chapter 1, Jesus next says to them and tries to shift their focus to the calling of the church, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The call of Christians everywhere is to be Christ's witness of his hope, love, peace, and joy. Young and old, pale skin, dark skin, and every shade in between, we are all called to be witnesses to this world in ways that would draw people to Christ and not repel them from him. You were not called to demand for your personal freedom, but to live in a way that encourages others to want the freedom that Christ brings, that joy of the Lord from spreading the good news. God has called you and me to be just like the shepherds and go tell it on the mountain. Have you ever lost your joy? Is the doom and gloom of COVID or other life struggles got you down? Nehemiah 8 verse 10 says, The joy of the Lord is your strength. My challenge for you today is to go look at an nativity set. See all the different people in the manger scene and be reminded that whatever person represents you is a sign that Jesus loved you enough to come as a baby born in a manger so you could be filled with joy. My prayer for you today comes from Romans 15, verse 13. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in Him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. And don't forget to share that joy with others. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for Episode 90, Joy for the Holidays, Part 3 in our Advent series on the Soul H2 radio and podcast show. Make sure to check out the show notes for scripture graphics and links to all the Advent options on my blog. I'd love for you to join me on Wednesdays at noon for about 10 minutes as I go live on Instagram for weekly Advent talks. You can find the first three recorded live videos in my posts. I hope this episode has filled your heart with joy and that you'll share it with your friends and family. Take a screen capture while listening on your device and share on your social media to help spread the word about Soul H2O. Come back next week for episode 91, Peace for the Holidays, week four out of five in our Advent series. Until then, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed this holiday season. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. 
Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.